0: Back to pass, looking to the end zone. Oh, touchdown! My He's going to throw it out to the left, looking for Grossoff, and it's caught
1: for Wetskid's touchdown! Look at what putting our foot on the gas pedal the whole time has done. That's what he did last week, too. I'm going to keep doing that, dude. I'm basically, I'm man,
0: too. basically, man, it's just like... Dude, I'm learning. The first, like, seven or eight games, it was like, well, we don't want to put it all on me because I'm new. Yeah, but, but now that we're doing that, it's been our best can. shot.
1: We gotta get our mojo going when we get back out there. Man, we gotta punch this in, man. We got to. Here we go. Deshaun, you gotta win, baby.
0: First attempt at the 23. Flat should fake Kirk Cousins' wheels. Going down the left sideline, it is caught!
1: Caught by Deshaun Jackson at the 40. Makes him off to
0: the 30. He's gone. Deshaun Jackson, 77 yards for a touchdown. I'll tell you, I wish we were that excited right now strike my cousins. Yeah. This is DTC, proud yeah. member of the Heroes Media Group. Kind of a somber Wednesday for me. I'll get to why in just a second here. Stevie, say hello to everybody.
1: Hello, back again. <laughs> That's
0: exactly how I feel. Yes. There's only one, one topic. <laughs> only one yeah. topic to get into today. Kirk Cousins. I and can't
1: even I can't even celebrate the Nats. I mean it's six in a row. New Five, brand five, new in, a row, five in a row, five in a row. Five in a row. It'll be six tonight.
0: Okay, we'll get to, that's not today. There's a lot that's happened over 48 hours, almost 72 hours now. Actually, it goes back even further than that. Monday came and went, no contract, very awkward Bruce Allen statement, not interview, not questions, just statement. And then yesterday we got this, uh, it's more than a nugget, but we got almost an hour of interview context or interview material between cousins and grant and danny on the midday show here on 106.7 the fan which we may or may not use some of their audio so we'll we'll make sure to give them full credit (laughs) um but oh my goodness man oh 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 my goodness man like we were we were on the zippy side of the scale that the deal was going to get done but only the only the redskins can manage to screw this so many different ways um i I don't know let's start with the bruce allen thing oh well let's start with the contract me and you I think agreed there was no chance this was we gonna get done, right?
1: Um I I wasn't in the no chance category. I was in the there was little chance, but I thought the Redskins were gonna be backed into a corner that they were going to make a market Me value too. offer. But Me too.
0: Me too. I, I think happened. out of the four of us, I was on the no chance side of the scale. Uh your boy LP was at like a hundred percent. He was too super confident this was we're gonna get homer- done. I know, I know. But he, he changed his tune a little bit in, over the last couple of weeks. But anyway, it, it came and went. I, I just want to talk about Bruce Allen specifically because I feel like only Bruce Allen can deliver a statement like he delivered on Monday and basically continue to just um, disrespect number eight. I, only he can do that. Like it, it, This is bigger than the name thing. I don't know why he can't say Kirk I don't know why he insists on saying Kurt. <laughs> it's
1: the accent, okay? He's got There's a, no
0: accent. That's like a saying Midwestern, Southern, Mid Atlantic,
1: Northern draw. Yeah, well, whatever.
0: Whatever. Yeah, exactly. It, it's more than. This is like. It, it's to another level. And Cousins, we'll get to his interview. I think he handled himself pretty well, but mm-hmm. let's just start with Bruce Allen. There was a lot in that statement. A lot.
1: Well, I think if we're talking to. A national audience okay and if people outside of the dmv are listening to this i think we need to explain that this is just standard behavior for the organization and this is a culture at the organization that permeates throughout the from top to bottom and starting from the top in terms of dan Dan snyder bruce allen i mean they have made a living off of trashing people underneath them people that are inside the organization grant paulson said it best he said that that statement that he said yesterday would make perfect sense if Kirk Cousins had signed a contract with another team, if Kirk Cousins was not the starting quarterback for yes. at least one more year for the yes. Washington Redskins. It just doesn't – that's such a classless, uh, uh, terrible and, – and let's just agree, Joe, and, and, and you tell me if you disagree, but the end goal of that statement was to – a create a media uh, uh, a backlash against Kirk Cousins to get the fan base against Kirk Cousins, and it worked. I,
0: I will agree with a qualifier. He was speaking to the um, less knowledgeable fan base. Like he was speaking to the yes. the upper bowl L- at FedEx LP. Field. Yeah. <laughs> LP, the the folks that that'll pay the money, sit in traffic, you know, eat their yes. half cooked burger, and then go cheer the team on from the upper bowl. That's who he was speaking to, and there's a lot more of them, uh, just by numbers, than there are of me and you. Okay, there's a yes. lot more LPs than Joe's and Steve's, and that's not a knock on LP, but I I agree within that context that he was basically putting it out there for Redskins Nation, the larger Redskins Nation, the the folks that are still rocking like, um, I, I don't know, like uh, Santana Moss jerseys, yeah, or or you know half worn out Chris Cooley jerseys, basically saying we tried we were going to make him and even the wording we were going to make him the wealthiest quarterback ever and it was the largest number guaranteed yep. and yeah it's a nice soundbite for folks that are getting drive bys right uh i'm not i'm i'm am more than a casual redskins fan and I, I can read numbers and i can do math the offer was insulting
1: well well yes and i think we need to go through that in in, in kind of parse kind of the, the details of that in a second but when i say it worked Look at Kirk Cousins' Instagram account. Look at his social media account. People are trashing him. You stupid sob. You're you greedy son of a. You talk about you know doing this for the Lord. You're nothing. You're get the hell out of here. And I hope you just c- complete nonsense. And that's exactly what the Redskins were trying to do is to try to get themselves off of the hook with that statement, and it worked. Like you said, for those kind of. Fans that are going to show up to FedEx Field and think it's the greatest thing—it's kind of God's gift to the NFL—and fans that think the organization can do no wrong, and fans that just look at a number of fifty-three million dollars and don't understand the context of that number. I will uh, tell you though, that
0: the seventy-two million threw me for a loop because that was the unRedskins thing to do here, right? It was the uh, the injury the injury kicker?
1: It's an insurance policy. What, what, what does that have to do with a salary? It's an insurance policy. So
0: I know. What? I mean, uh, the, there's a part of my brain that says, "Well, just go get injured, right?" Because then he becomes, then he gets paid and he gets to sit. Uh, I mean, he. I don't <laughs> think he's going to do that. I'm just. That's the part I didn't expect to see. Right. The the 53 million is the number that we should focus on. The 72 million is maybe maybe what can something that can be perceived as an olive branch, if you will. But the fifty-three million is a slap in the face, and mm-hmm. and and you look at it just based on the guaranteed numbers, they're basically asking him to play at his salary this season for four more years based on that offer.
1: Yeah, I think exactly what they included in the fifty-three million was the twenty-four million, which is a joke. That's that's, that's already been decided on, and then. What the next season, I think, was the 29 million or 28.7 million that if they wanted to keep him in Washington, they would have to transition tag him at. So, right there is 52.7 million guaranteed for two seasons. What they were trying to give him is 53 million guaranteed over five seasons. Tell me how that makes any sense. Tell me that's not asking him to play for free. It doesn't. I would have
0: rather they just said, we can't afford you or we're not going to do it, as opposed to. I mean this this goes back to them offering him the twenty mil per season, uh was that last last summer? I think mm-hmm. it was last summer, right? Oh uh, and, and he basically all he did was kind of like point at Tannehill and say, Hey, that guy's making eighteen and a half. Like, what are you talking about? Well, uh, what are you talking
1: about twenty four? Well, and they've the wrong- always been they've always been six months behind us. Is cousins yes. offered them the twenty million six months before, and they said, No, 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 you know, we we gotta see you play and then when he got into elite, when he put up elite numbers and got into that elite category of kind of top ten quarterbacks, then he was in the twenty five million uh, bracket, and then they went to the twenty million. So somehow they they think they have a pass for poor decisions uh, uh, from the from the past, and you know they don't get a pass I- from me.
0: I don't think they get one from you either,
1: and and not from Kirk Cousins. And, and the irony of all of this is when Kirk was willing to sign a long term deal in DC, like I said, at that twenty million dollar per year contract the Redskins said we need to see more we need to wait and see and and we'll go year to year with you and we still need to wait and see if you're an elite uh uh franchise quarterback now <laughs> Kirk Cousins yesterday is saying the, the exact same yeah good for him good for him to say you know what I still need to see whether you're an elite organization and whether you guys are going to be run like a normal organization are or you going to keep on trashing and everything he's seen from them is classless uh uh you know, just, just subpar behavior. So it's not an elite organization. And Kirk Cousins, to his credit, is is every year has balled out when it's his neck on the line, when it's, that, when it's his money on the line.
0: You know, there's something... I want to move on the Bruce Allen thing because I think there's been a lot of coverage on it. And, you know, to your earlier point, I feel like if you listen to 980, you don't like Kirk today, even two days later. And I feel like if you listen to 106.7 The Fan, you're thinking... The Skins did him wrong. Again, and they're, they're screwing mm-hmm. the fan base. Like, ultimately, like, we are fans of the team. The team is better with him on the roster than off of it as of right now. And I think I fear, and I think a lot of us fear, that Bruce thinks, again, that he's the smartest person when it comes to personnel and that he he can just go pluck a quarterback out. And, and maybe there's some validity, too, if the rest of the team is strong then yeah maybe you try to catch lightning you get a Russell Wilson you get somebody in there who can manage your offense and obviously he got paid too after winning a super bowl but you know Bruce isn't that guy and there's nothing in his history to 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 um you know to give any credibility to the position of we don't need Kirk with Bruce Allen at the helm because he will find the right piece to bring in whether through free agency which there are none or in the draft but the fact that the skins kicked out a whole bunch of various media members, and basically left the yeah. 980 crew and the uh, and the ESPN crew in the in the audience to not ask questions. I think even that is very telling. Like they are, this, this is how petty he is, and and I I'm almost having a hard time believing that this is now coming from Snyder. I just think Bruce mm-hmm. is protecting Bruce, and yep. I, I feel like if Snyder, if 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 somehow we could go into his house or into his boat, or into his whatever, and turn on 106.7 and just leave it running for one day, I feel like he would see a different side of... like. I just feel like he needs to hear it. Now, I'm sure they all listened to the interview with Grant and Danny yesterday. Uh, Cousins, I thought, handled himself and the situation really well, almost to the point where maybe he got some media coaching. I I don't know. Like It was almost too good. Um, But it started with... Do you feel disrespected? He said no. And it ended with, as you said, I need to see what this team is is going to do over the next couple of years. And he gave, you know, he, there was some interesting things in there, you know, saying that the whole league essentially, or at least half of this team and uh, the important pieces are all um, on one-year contracts. I don't know. You, did you <laughs> listen to the whole interview?
1: I did. And it, I didn't know if – he kind of rehearsed that part because he was reading off a list of names. There's no way he knows those names off top of his head. So – that was cool where he's saying, you know, Chris Thompson, a uh, couple other guys. He was well, talking I'm about, not so
0: buying that Chris Thompson is the best running back he's ever played. That, that was, a, you know, was a
1: little hyperbole. From, he, from but he's Kirk doing guy. his thing. He's doing <laughs> his thing. Yeah. No, he, I mean, he defused uh, uh, the situation in the interview. We thought he was going to kind of, you know, uh, uh, put more logs on the fire and, 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 you know, respond to the general manager calling you Kurt. Like, that's insane. He said, oh, it's not a big deal. People do that all the time. He's covering for the sins of the organization. He's covering for the ineptitude of the organization. What else could you ask for in an employee? If if I had a volunteer in my nonprofit organization that I continue to debase and devalue and to delegitimize, and he's sitting there saying, you know what, it's okay. You know, Steve meant well, not a big deal. That would be the greatest volunteer, you know, I've ever had. That, that's an incredible. It really shows you this guy's a legit good guy. He's, he's not out for himself he's not out for you know to be right and to be proven right he's he's really humble and that was kind of the, the what takeaway from the the grant and Danny thing
0: yeah you know I, I'm you know I'm on team Jesus and I, I, I it, it was refreshing to hear that from somebody who's in the spotlight you know basically without any reservation say you know I'm executing a, a plan or a will that's mm-hmm. much larger than my own. But the other side of my brain, same. He said it one too many times. Like, I, I get it. I got it. You know, it, it came out a lot and in various contexts, right? It was looking for peace, XYZ. Mm-hmm. And then it was, if he wants me here, XYZ. And then I'm going to do the best I can. And I'm, I'm like, I, I'm going to take it as it was like, that's who he is. And, and I know, mm-hmm. and, and we follow him on social media. I mean, he lives here, he's very active. In like a, a, quite a few, actually, I think he's big t- or he's done a lot of stuff with like Grace Covenant. So it's not a bit like that's who he is, mm-hmm. and I appreciate it. The other side of it though is straight business, right? We're talking about twenty-four million dollars, and this idea that there was no number that could be put in front of him. That's the only thing that I walk away with with uh, from that interview with reservations on, right? Because the Skins made their bad offer on um, whatever May third or May fourth after the draft, essentially. Now I, I will give I will give the skins just a tiny bit of credit in that in negotiations and, and this is something I do all the time like you don't compete against yourself right so if he hasn't if he doesn't respond which he clear he clearly said yesterday you, he didn't even bother responding then there really is nothing else that the organization should do because at that point you're just competing against yourself so um, and I, I think actually Theismann, Theismann alluded to it although I, I don't think either I didn't hear the full interview or or he didn't complete the thought but. When you negotiate, you don't negotiate against yourself. So the Skins made a bad offer, and he didn't even bother responding. Like, that to me was, that's a that's a big nugget that I feel like maybe got passed on.
1: But I, I think it, it was clarified that the didn't respond didn't mean didn't have any conversations. That he clarified, and he said that his agent, McIntyre, I think, Mike McIntyre, something like that, had consistent conversations with Bruce Allen after... That Bruce Allen framed it as if we sent a contract and it was radio silence for three months and we never spoke to them. We didn't even know where they were, if they were in D.C. or out of the country, if they even received the offer. That's just not true. What Bruce Allen – what really is the truth is they sent an offer. They spoke several times after that and never received a counter offer. So I imagine uh, Kirk's agent said, uh, you know, got your offer, not sufficient. You know, we're back to square one. Let us know when you have something of market value and Bruce Allen took that as no response because it wasn't a direct counter offer from his response again it's Bruce Allen uh, you know playing games with the truth it's Bruce Allen it, it, when is he going to hire Sean Spicer he might be the he might be the only step. one
0: he might be the only one who can keep a straight face over at Redskins Park and actually deliver news in air quotes here right like i, I don't know i don't know who else could do this job to be honest and Bruce isn't good at it so uh, you know, I, I'm available if the Skins want a guy, but I, I'm not going to mm-hmm. look away from Mr. Snyder, and I'm not going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to kiss the ring on Bruce's finger. Oh, there isn't one. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. like, it, it's one of these things where, I, like, I, we can only work with what we what we see, and we we got the Redskins perspective, which I believe was um, half-hearted at best. You know, $53 million is not a genuine offer for a guy at, at Kirk's caliber, and he, that's way below market value. And then yesterday, we get we get the other side of it saying, you know, I wasn't at peacemaking counter. There was ongoing discussions, as you just said, Stevie. Um, you know, but the zinger for me was there was no amount of money out of, right out of out of cousin's mouth. There was no amount of money they could put on paper um, that would have made me sign long term. I think there's pro- there's probably more to unpack in that one sentence than in anything else that came out of either side of the conversation. I have a hard time believing that if it was you know, eighty million guaranteed, or some some absurd number, way above uh, what what Derek Carr signed a few weeks back. I'm I'm having a hard time believing that he wouldn't have signed. Um, but that's his position, and you know he's got some uh, some giant stones to basically just leave that kind of money on the table, bet on himself again, and go out like best case scenario, he has a fantastic season, and he you know and and the Skins make the playoffs. And Bruce is going to have to handle at next offseason, not just Cousins' contract. He's going to have to deal with Pryor's contract. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to deal with like 15 other free agents. Mm-hmm. So I got if, if he can't get this done, I have no no faith in him getting all of the other ones done either. Um, so the best thing that can happen really is the Skins wins win the Super Bowl this year and then just blow it up. At that point, the fan base is, is satisfied. And if Kirk wants to move on, so be it. Kind of like what happened with the Ravens, right? Flacco was coming up. They just happened to hit the right stride at the right time, win the Super Bowl. He got paid, and now the fan base, you know, six years later, doesn't really care. Five years later, doesn't really care that they're kind of rebuilding, kind of not. Um, but it, the skins going to the Super Bowl is not something I'm, I'm – I mean, I would put money on it because the odds are great, but not something I really believe that they could do this year.
1: Well, well, can we flip that? And let me ask you about the alternative to that is if Kurt does take a dip and and does uh, have a bit of a deep Did decline you just call him and- Kurt?
0: I'm going to kill you, dude.
1: Did I say Kurt? It's, oh. it's, I told you, it's my northern, southern, mid-Atlantic, <laughs> east coast, west coast uh, I'm gonna have accent. Check the okay? tape. I'm going to have to check the tape. Um, if Kirk has a bit of a decline and, and you know is in that 20, 25 touchdown, maybe 30 touchdown, 4,000 yard, team finishes 7-9, and nine, misses the playoffs, the fact of the matter is, and, and you tell me if you agree with this, he could still get 23, 24 million He's on the free agent market.
0: He's going to get it. That's why I'm saying the best case for the Redskins is that they go all the way right now. Because if they're not going to pay him $22.5 million this year, they're not going to pay him $30 million next year. Is that, That's why we've been saying all along, either the deal gets done now or it doesn't get done. Because once they put that transition tag on him, because they're not going to franchise him, so once they put that transition tag on him next offseason, he's as good as gone. Because the offers that will come in from the Jets... The 49ers, you're, 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 the Rams, the Browns, they got all the teams, the The Jaguars, half the league, half the league would pay him today $25 million to come be their quarterback.
1: But you're saying he'd be going after the transition tag after next year?
0: No. So the transition tag is like the way the NBA has like offer sheets. So he would be able to negotiate with other teams and then the Skins would have the opportunity to match. To match it. Match it. They the would offer. match it. No way. No way.
1: If, 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 if he's getting a 30 million dollar offer that means he balled out this season and he had an incredible oh, season and they'll do it for one I'm more saying,
0: year I'm saying I'm saying no I don't actually I disagree so I disagree with with your kind of your your overarching uh point if he has a dip this season it's still going to be better than 15 of the other quarterbacks in this league and a team is still going to look and say look at the body of work this guy has got over the course of his career and look at the management, and look at the coaching turnover, blah blah blah. This is where his agent's going to earn his money. He's still going to
1: get twenty five plus million. Would Would you put it uh, beneath the Redskins? I guess nothing should be beneath them, but would you put it beneath them to bench him if he starts struggling mid year? I
0: don't think they'll bench him, but I think you you might see a a, a lot more of uh, Pirine. I think you might see a lot more. <laughs> I think I think yeah. I think I think you might not to say that they're going to run him quote unquote maliciously to try to get him injured or something to that effect. But yeah, I could see a scenario where uh maybe they're not throwing the the fade as much like because there's there is a there's incentive on the redskin side to not see his numbers padded, right? It's like the opposite of of uh of the NBA. Like there, well, it's the opposite of pretty much every other scenario where you want your players to do well. They actually are rooting against him. And that's why I give him a lot of credit. He's betting on himself again to go out there and do last year's production with lesser pieces to some extent, you know, but the run game the run game can't be as bad as it was last year. That's gonna improve. And if it does, you're gonna see a dip in his numbers. But let's be honest, Stevie, if he goes for let's say he goes for four thousand, uh let's say he goes forty two hundred, uh, twenty touchdowns, eleven picks, and they they miss the playoffs by a game. He's still a top fifteen quarterback. Like there's no scenario where he where where the skins are going to bring him back you know, they'll use that and say, well, you're not worth 20 million anymore. You're worth 15 and a half or 16 is going to say, no, get, get out of here because there's enough bad teams in the league without quarterbacks right. that they would, they're still going to, they're going to pay him a ton of money. I mean, this is, this is the new Orleans saints basically overpaying for a guy like Drew Brees to legitimize their, their, their team and allow them to build around somebody that is a known commodity at a premium. Now look at look at that scenario they went from having like aaron brooks playing quarterback to drew Brees, and <laughs> there was <laughs> right uh, uh, the, there was i think it was aaron brooks it was yeah, some, yeah, yeah, some Rick, but they bring they bring over breeze they overpay him but it worked out for them and and i would imagine if you're again if you're the jets if you're uh i mean look at the the whole afc south with the exception of the well actually no that, that's no and the, the mariotta is pretty solid too but there's I mean the Texans, you tell me the Texans today wouldn't pay thirty million to have Kirk behind center, under center? Of course they would, because they got two stud receivers and a serviceable running back and actually above above average fantasy alert, right? Lamar Miller still have a nice season. <laughs> but like they would pay the money because they're a quarterback away and he can come in and do the job. He can throw it he he can throw the ball. Like he can play the position. He's proven it. Um so that's why I've always said either it gets done this year or it doesn't get done. It didn't get done, he's gone. I mean, and it's unfortunate. So now putting my Redskins fan hat on, we gotta win the Super Bowl. We like not just normal skins, you know, August, uh you know, July August talk. They legitimately have to go win the Super Bowl because when he's not back and it's some rookie playing quarterback next year, and why is Pryor gonna resign with the team if uh, if Kirk's not here? Like think of all the, the trickle down effect here. You lose Kirk, the offense is nowhere near where it was, your defense is gonna be on the field more. Like it's it's just straight downhill from here. When he leaves,
1: this is the worst organization I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> this is—I mean, can we trash them uh, if we're waiting on press credentials? Okay, because I'd love to trash Tony Wiley, but he's holding our press credentials. Uh, so, so okay, fine. We'll stay feel, away from Tony Wiley. I feel like, like it's Wiley. been 25 minutes of
0: pretty much <laughs> trashing the skins for not getting us.
1: There. I, I, I'm saying this is the worst organization I've ever seen, and th- this is going to become a case study. <laughs> In how to run a franchise into the ground. I mean, these last twenty years with Snyder, and you're right, and and you made a very subtle point that I think is actually very important. Is that uh, Snyder's role in this, in terms of culpability? I mean, again, and and you know, we're both kind of leaders in, in various organizations, businesses. The buck stops at the top. So, how much is Snyder responsible for? But I don't think it's fair when people throw out like the direct responsibility that he's the one that like sure. coordinating. He's hired effort. a
0: guy to do a job, but that guy also told him to pay RG three sixteen million and leave him on the bench.
1: Right. And, and, but, but okay. But that, what, what I the knock on, on signers has always been not letting the football guys do football things. It seems like he's letting a football guy, Bruce Allen do football things and just signing the checks, which is what we wanted him to do all along. But that football guy is completely incompetent.
0: Yeah, the the last football guy just where's Doug Williams? Well, well, what is he doing? They asked him actually. They asked Kirk about that yesterday, and he said he's not really involved. Like he is, (laughs) you know. And and I'm not surprised to hear that. Like, why would he be involved in in this? Like, this is really this is not a this is not a player personnel thing. Like, this is a a general manager, team president type thing. Um, Because you're not. What is his title? Uh, I thought he's he's GM. No, I think he's. Uh, I don't have to check. I, I honestly, I gotta check. But this, it all stops with Bruce. Okay, McLuhan isn't here because he didn't want to kiss the ring, and you know, I think they were gonna lose McVeigh no matter what. But yeah, but Shanahan senior and junior were were both pushed out by Bruce Allen, right? And and I said this last week, and I, I'm I'm staying true to it, man. They didn't. There's no way this gets done because it is a it is an admission that they got the draft in 2012 wrong, that Shanahan was right by drafting a quarterback. Remember remember how crazy that was? Mm-hmm. RG3, second overall pick and then four four rounds later, two rounds later, this subtle pick of Kirk Cousins and everyone's like why would you just do why would you get two? Like why would you do that? And,
1: she's, and not just and not just any second overall pick. I mean, they traded three draft picks for him. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, yes, yes. So this is you know, you can just imagine being in that war room leading or leading up to that in 2012. You know, you got Bruce and, and Dan sitting in the corner saying all all in on RG3, get it done. And Bruce Oh yeah, here. Hey Rams, take uh, take 100 picks and uh, let's make this happen. And you see, I, could, I could I can I can imagine Shanny is in the corner saying, "Well, that's probably not going to work out. So what can we do next?" And the next <laughs> pick they have is another quarterback. Like from the beginning, this was divided. And and I give I give Cousins a ton of credit because he came, from the first day in this organization it has been one constant uphill battle for him. He was behind RG3. Yeah. He was the guy holding the clipboard. He was the guy in practice. And players, we've had players come out and say, uh, yeah, maybe we get uh, maybe we get Kirk out there, right? Let, let, let's try something different. But no, we're going to stick with RG3. The injury happened. Like, if you just play it all back, the guy, like, they should pay him just based on what he's had to endure over the last five seasons. But nonetheless, they didn't. And he's, he's going to play this season... I, I can't cheer against him. I'll be honest, man. I I, I got a soft spot for him. Like I, I love I love what he stands for. I love what he's done for our team. And I fully expect him to have another ridiculous season. I love that he's betting on himself. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. there's no stronger motivator than than what he's doing to himself. And if he carries prior with him, I mean, again, the best thing that can happen now. Is that we went, we legitimately win the Super Bowl because Can Bruce we stop Allen? With that? There's no chance that this team stop will be, saying that. Well, okay. What's the best case scenario, Steve? Give me a better. Give me a better case scenario.
1: I'm, I'm just saying. I come up with a realistic scenario.
0: There is, but there isn't one. Bruce Allen has destroyed all of them. Making the playoffs isn't enough. Winning, winning the NFC isn't enough because you're going to lose the guy. You got one shot here over the, over our entire life, our adult lifetime. This is ironically, the best chance we will, we will probably have for the next five or six years to actually win the Super Bowl.
1: Well, I, I, I believe that. And I actually believe our defense is much, much, much improved. So you're right. If our offense uh, plays anything like we did last year with an improved defense... Who scares I you in the NFC? That, that's, that was the other thing that I was getting to is, again, your biggest competition is Dallas, Atlanta not worried about uh, Atlanta. Obvious, not worried about green, always green bay with arod um uh, kirk
0: kirk held his own in in yeah. half of those games against against those teams last year so I, i'm not worried about that you're right the defense is upgraded like I, look at us we're talking about the super bowl like this is just normal <laughs> july august banter but if he's gone the franchise is taking at least 5 years if not longer, because uh, the next quarterback in is going to need time to learn Jay's offense and do all this. And oh, by the way, you'll have no receivers because Brian Quick's on a, yeah. on a one year with a one year option that they're not going to sign. Quik. Right, T. t- Pryor, t- Terrell Pryor. If he's here on a, he's here to get fifteen million next year, right? Mm-hmm. He's only here on a one year to get that kind of money next year. There's no chance he comes back if it's McCoy or that kid out of UCLA or any of these other. Quarter- There's no chance he's going to come back here, and because he'll probably have earned it too. So. You know, as Kirk goes, the rest of this offense is going to go, and and you know, it's crazy, but this is our best shot for the next for the foreseeable future to actually go out and win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know, it's crazy, you, but you,
1: you know, it's time to wrap up the podcast. We're, we're booking tickets to Minneapolis for the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, that's. That's when you know we're on the deep end, okay? That's well, why it's 98 he's gone, degrees here in D.C. right now. Humidity's messing with us right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, your boy's sitting here with his shirt on. Uh, this is the best thing about podcasting his shirt comes off. I'm distracted.
1: Well, what do you want me- uh, that's why my numbers are off. I'm just,
0: <laughs> just trying to keep you interested with a little little, <laughs> little, uh, little FaceTime action.
1: Are we are we not getting into politics, okay? Can we have a moment of silence for John McCain? The guy's got a blood clot in his moment throat or
0: It sounds like he, he's not dead, okay? He's hey, not, you don't
1: know what's going on.
0: The health care bill's dead. The that <laughs> one's dead. <laughs> That one is yeah. Don't even bury that thing. Just throw it over the side of the boat. It's over. That one is done. Oh,
1: That's good.
0: Anything else you want to talk about? I know it, it's, uh, no, we, we gotta, it's, I, it's it's No, we gotta miserable. It's good so we bad.
1: We did the podcast. We we covered the, the the crap that went on the last couple of days. Now hopefully, you know, we'll we'll uh, move move our eyes, kinda of shift our focus towards training camp and the promise of another year and, and all the talent that they have this year. And hopefully it doesn't become like a everyday thing, which of course it will because we're at DC and it's of course, uh, but I I think, Hey, I'm but excited about the fall because uh, you got a Nats team right now that looks freaking amazing. And like I said, I'm, I'm really high on the skins team as well. So I think uh, September, October is going to be a fun time here. So hopefully that can become our focus.
0: Can the Nats get to 110 wins?
1: No, because I I think – I I don't think they'll need to. I think if they wanted to, they could. But, hey, I still said they're going to win the NL East by 15
0: games (laughs) and uh, 11
1: 11 and a half. So uh, my my ultimate goal for them is to clinch really early and uh, let Max and Strasburg and a couple other guys skip some starts, Mm. get healthy. Uh, But Bryce right now is balling out, had another home run. I love his hair. Is that weird? He no, I mean, be the Best hair in baseball. He's so is K though. Don't sleep on K Harper.
0: Mm. Uh, it's the it's the hair. I, I don't know. As a as a shaved head guy, uh, when I see flowing locks, it just pulls me in. <laughs> oh man. Well, we can always believe. There's o- there's o- it's always brighter, right? It can always be better, except for the Redskins. Because as long as Bruce Allen is here, we're we're doomed.
1: So. Joy cometh in the morning. That's what the scripture says, right, Kirk? <laughs>
0: I hope he listens to this. Maybe maybe he'll come on with us.
1: Hey, we, we can do it, Grant and Danny. I can learn some impressions like Danny Ruye. He's
0: really good at that, by the way. We, uh, He's uh, Yeah. Solid. Hey, Grant,
1: Grant is uh, – he, he won Sportscaster of the Year. Good for him. Congrats, know. Grant Paulson.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're big fans, guys, if you ever listen to us. We're big fans. All right, Stevie, have a good day, my man. Thanks, Joe. Talk to you soon.
1: Yep. What a baller! What a baller! You guys are the best!
0: Bills look like they're going to blitz. They do. Cousins rolling, rolling. He's going to run. Touchdown, Kirk Cousins for 13 yards out. Let's go.
1: They are yelling, you like that.